I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Our discussions will surround topics in alignment with the HER acronym that stands for healthy, empowered, and resilient. Each conversation will pull back the layers of our challenges, personal growth strategies, and ability to thrive in mind, body, spirit, and relationships. Now sit back, but don't relax because it's time for the her in you to take action. What we don't understand is that our mind, it requires just as much attention, love, care, concern, and nurturance as our bodies. Uh, As women, we are pretty good at making sure that our physical wellness is intact. And if we notice that there is an ache or a pain, we go to the doctor. If we notice that the scale is starting to tick up 5, 10, or 20 pounds, we get really intentional about taking care of our physical fitness needs. But what about our mind? When is the last time you just evaluated how much weight you're putting on your mind? How much mental and emotional weight have you picked up in 2020? Have you even thought about it? If you haven't, today is the day for you to start that thought process. I'm not saying that you have to take action on it yet, but start thinking about it. This is one of my favorite conversations, three ways that you can enhance your mental fitness. This is the why behind everything that I do as a mental fitness coach. It's about educating, equipping, and empowering women leaders to lead and succeed in life, career, and relationships by becoming better stewards of their mental and emotional health. And I do that through my services as a mental fitness coach. So today, ladies, we are going to be talking about your mind, three ways to enhance your mental fitness. So each and every one of you, you get a peek behind the veil of what I do with women who work with me as the mental fitness coach. Your mind requires intentional health, wellness, and fitness practices just like your body. But for some reason, as women leaders, we neglect the fitness of our minds and that is hurting us. It's hindering our ability to flex our mental and emotional muscles when the challenges of life arrive. And as we know, challenges will come, but it is up to us to decide how we are going to handle them and if we can handle them effectively in the first place. Even though our brain is not literally a muscle, I'm going to speak about it in that context because mental fitness has similar terminology and practices as physical fitness. So if you've been paying attention to anything on the television, you have probably noticed that mental health is a trending conversation. There are commercials and talk shows and news broadcasts about mental health. This year has presented layers of stress that many have never faced and mental struggles are on the rise. We are all collectively trying to figure out the best methods to manage our lives and and remain resilient under the strain of uncertainty. And check this out. Even those of us that are mentally healthy are struggling to cope effectively. It doesn't mean that we are breaking down, but we are struggling to figure things out. 
As our mental health begins to suffer, it is critical that we act to restore health and then begin the process of enhancing fitness. I'm going to give you a physical example. If for some reason you have failing physical health, your main objective is to restore your physical health first before you begin a physical fitness routine. Your body needs to be restored to health. And once that restoration happens, you can begin to build on the health that you already have. I hope that makes sense, but I'm going to get into it a little bit deeper and talk about it in another way. One thing that often gets confusing is the difference between mental health and mental fitness. So I want to explain that a little bit first in the context of what I do as a mental fitness coach. Mental health is more than the absence of a diagnosable mental illness. It's a state of psychological well-being that includes our cognitive, emotional, and social health. I want to pause for just a moment and hit on the word well-being. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, well-being is the state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. So keep that in mind as I move into uh, my definition of mental fitness. So mental fitness is an extension of mental health. It goes beyond well-being. Remember, well-being is a state of comfort, feeling healthy and happy. So it goes beyond that. It reaches past health and it involves the active pursuit of strengthening the mental body. It involves three areas, which are the areas that I focus on in my work with women leaders. So these strategies, they target the enhancement of your mental endurance, emotional flexibility, and strong relational connections. So those are three focal points of your mental body, the mental muscle that I spoke about earlier. Mental fitness is more than a state of well-being. It's a state of thriving. And thriving is layers above comfort, health, or happiness. It means to develop vigorously, flourish, prosper, or successful growth and development. Even as you listen to those words, vigorous, flourishing, prosperity, success, growth, development, it gives you this sense of expansion. I'm going to assume that some of you ladies that are listening, that you have plants in your home. And if you don't have plants, you know someone who does, or you grew up with plants, right? You know something about the growth process for plants. So I'm going to give you this example. A thriving plant has conditions that optimize its growth. It needs nutrients, air, potting that allows expansion, light, and the proper temperature for its type. The elimination of one of these factors can affect its growth. So the rich, lush leaves that you might see on a healthy plant, those don't happen by accident. It's an indicator of internal and external factors that promote its ability to bloom. Just for a moment, I want you to imagine yourself as a plant. Are the conditions that you are in right now optimal for your development? Do you have all that you need to be on the continuum of health and flourishing growth? 
Take a look at your internal and external environment. You don't have to do all of this today, but maybe over the next seven days, I want you to be intentional about thinking this through. Are both your internal and external environmental factors, are they optimal for your growth? If you're not sure, today is a good day to start exploring where you are planted and what the conditions are and what more you might need. I want to leave you three ways to boost your mental fitness and aid in your prosperous growth. The first one is increase the light. The meaning of light is both literal and figurative. Sunshine is light and it's just as important for us as human beings as it is for plants. The sunlight increases the release of a hormone called serotonin that helps us to feel more calm and it boosts our mood. So if you can get at least 15 to 30 minutes of sunshine each day, that would be wonderful. If you can't get it all in at once, try five to 10 minute spurts on your break, linger outside a little while longer when you're taking out the dog, or maybe an after work stroll. Increasing the light also represents positivity. Minimize your exposure to things and people that cloud or block your sunshine. Negative images, the news, social media, pessimistic family or friends are just a few examples. So instead of that, actively seek out positive people and activities that make you smile and give you rays of hope. The next step is water your friendships. I don't know about you, but the pandemic has hindered some of my relational connections. It's becoming more challenging to connect with friends because we're not seeing each other face-to-face. We're not hanging out like we used to. This means we have to find new ways to keep our current friendships strong. The most critical part for me is a commitment to reaching out in new ways. For now, phone calls are the best method for me. And since I have an iPhone, it's very easy to FaceTime time and experience the energy of a face-to-face interaction. I know that there are a lot of women who are using Zoom calls to have like individual and group video meetups. No matter the method you choose, watering your friendships with your presence can keep it growing through and beyond the pandemic. The last step is to fertilize your mind. Fertilizer for plants provides essential nutrients for proper growth. Just like the plant, your mind needs nourishment as well. Our minds are very complex and the entirety of our life function. We are dependent on its health and wellness. And because of the demands that we place on our mind each day, it is mandatory that we fertilize it to maintain and improve functioning. I hope those three strategies to consider are helpful to you because just like nutrient-dense food for the body is so varied, so is our nutritional food for the mind. As women leaders, what we need to grow, thrive, prosper, and flourish will be different. The needs that we have for our mental body will be determined by our lifestyle, our level of stress, what needs we have mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or relationally, and some other factors. But today is just getting the conversation started. And a few examples of where you might begin with nourishing your mind is with mindfulness practices that help you to stay present focused, 
You may continue or start a hobby that brings you joy, or you might watch, read, or talk to someone that makes you laugh because laughter is a stress reliever. Whatever you decide, it is the start that's most important. Why don't you consider using this week as an opportunity to explore where you are planted and what more you might need to grow and flourish more effectively. If you're interested in some journaling prompts for the week, check out the blog version of this conversation at livelikeher.com. And at the very end, I list some questions that you can start writing out and responding to on your journey to being a healthier, more empowered version of you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, don't forget to go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. To be the first to know about podcasts and blog episodes, don't forget to subscribe on my website so you can stay informed as we pull back the layers of who we are, who we want to be, and how to be become her.